Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. And today we're going to talk all about the last 10 years of business for me. My business, The Golden Group, celebrated our 10th anniversary this week from the day I decided to leave corporate marketing and do my own thing, to start my own business. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was doing. I made up a lot of it on the way. I needed a lot of help from a lot of other people. I had to continue to adjust and make changes. Of course, the 10 years of that path also led me down different directions than I expected, following opportunity, etc. So I'm going to get into the details of how that works, how you could apply that to a business idea of yours, whether it's an existing business that needs to do better or just make more money. Or if you have an idea, you got a side hustle, you are going to start a business and you want to know what to expect and what you can expect is the unexpected. So let's go straight off of the bat. There is no perfect time, so don't wait. Get started with at least writing down a business plan, creating a draft, putting together what your business could be. That's a good starting place for launching a new business. So when I left my last corporate job, November 11th, 2011, the day sticks in my mind. I cannot forget it. After a discussion with the ownership about expectations and their unrealistic ideas of how the world works and my unwillingness to put up with their lack of actual vision led me to leaving a job without a plan. How many of you have done this, right? Whether you leave, they ask you to leave, the job is eliminated, whatever the situation typically hits you by surprise, even if you are thinking about leaving, even if you might even expect it, the actual day it happens, it is surprising. It is a little bit jarring. For me, of course, that means going to my favorite place to get a drink or two, to let off some steam, to relax, and to figure out what to do next. There at that place, in a conversation with a friend of mine who owned that business, got into the idea of being able to do this for other people. I could start my own business. This was my potential first client and the opportunity to do something new, do something for myself presented itself. I still didn't have a plan. I still didn't know exactly what the business would be or what it would look like, who it would service, how we would do it. But I did know a few things that are key importance. Number one, I have a passion for entrepreneurism. I have the ability to run a business. I am capable of starting and running business. That was number one because I've done it before. In fact, I have started and ran businesses since I was 15 years old. So I've been entrepreneurial my whole life. The ability to start a business was not slowing me down. Number two, I had passion for what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to do with myself. I also knew what I didn't want to do. I knew how businesses operate, how bosses operate, corporate culture, etc. that I did not want to be a part of ever again. So I understood some directions I could go that would be the exact opposite of the things that I disliked. Not just from my very last job, but the job before that, the job before that, and the job before that. 
I've probably had better lessons in life from bad bosses, and I've had more bad bosses than good bosses, and I've only had a few good bosses, which is a little bit sad, but it's also very educational into the fact that right now you may not have a boss that you think is a great boss. Uh, you may have a boss that's it range anywhere from not a great boss through a horrible boss, someone who literally is pushing you out the door is going to make you quit that job. People typically don't leave jobs. They typically leave managers or bosses. You may have a boss that's somewhere in that range. You may have a boss that you totally love. You just want to do something different. But do you have the ability, do you have the capabilities to do something on your own, something different, that side hustle? If you're already doing it as a side hustle, you know the capabilities. Now do you have the passion? This is what Saturday morning hustle is all about, right? The passion. Can you put in the work? Are you willing to make the sacrifices? Are you willing to do what is necessary in order to achieve success within the structure that you're going to create for yourself? And it's success as you define it, making a dollar a week, a dollar a month, a dollar a minute, a million dollars a year, a hundred million dollars. It's up to you on what that success looks like, but you have to present value. You have to give a product or service of value to your customer, to your consumer, to your audience. So something you want to do, have passion for that can provide value for other people. Thus, they're willing to pay you for it and it can be economically viable, thus successful. That's the combination you have to find. What do you want to do? What do you have passion for? And understanding even something you want to do and you have passion for, the old idea, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. But there are still elements of it that are work. There are things that have to be done. 100% of what you're trying to do won't be free of the things you dislike. But if the majority of it are things that you immensely like, have passion for, the smaller things that you have to do simply to be a actual business, to be well-rounded in the approach, to give the client, customer, product, audience base what they need, etc. Those come a lot easier if the bulk of what you're doing is the thing you have passion for. So what's the subject? What's the topic? What's the idea that you can get behind every day for the rest of your life? And then, because you have passion for it, the actual effort, the hours, the sacrifice, the time away from other things, the things you don't do in order to do this the hustle, the grind, the coming in on Saturdays, the coming in early, the staying late, the saying no to the fun stuff in order to do the hard stuff, all of that becomes part of who you are if you have passion for the actual thing you do. That is the truest definition of love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. So are you capable? Do you have passion? Can you identify your audience. Can you identify the value proposition? Some people call it the pain point or solving a problem. Can you provide value for other people doing the thing that you want to do that you have passion for? Can you charge for it? Can it be economically viable? Can you create a business model? Can you create structure underneath it that will support it sustainably? Not once, not twice, but repeatable over and over again, almost possibly predictable if you can if you can get it to predictability if it's product or service so that it becomes bankable so that it becomes trusted so that it becomes your source of income so you can provide for yourself provide for your family and continue to do it not once 
but over and over again for the rest of your life, in theory, of course. So are you capable? Do you have passion? Can you put the work in? Can you provide value for other people? Is it something that's wanted, needed in an audience, in a market? And then once you're in the market, you have competition. Competition is important. We'll talk about that later. But you have to set yourself apart. You have to create something different. You have to establish your differentiation. You have to do something different. So let me back up, stop here, and account how this works with the Golden Group so that you can understand how this comes into a real life, life scenario. The Golden Group, when I left my last job, it was corporate marketing. I've been in corporate marketing for a long time. My background is in, is in creative my degrees are in broadcasting and PR. Everyone I knew, everyone I had business relationships, everyone had professional relationships with were in marketing and communications. Everyone expected me to go out on my own and start an ad agency or a PR firm. The problem is that is not different. There are plenty of ad agencies, PR firms in the world. There are lots and lots and lots of competition in that space, and it would not allow me to capitalize on the relationships I'd had and on people I had worked with in various roles as a corporate marketer. So instead, I wanted to do something different. Now, there's a second half of that equation as well. As the creative side of marketing, I was very frustrated when marketing failed because the strategy was incorrect and the creative could never make up for it. And something you have to understand, your ideas only as matter as, as good and as strong as the execution. So creative ideas, way to catch people's attention, et cetera, only works if you have, have done the work, if the marketing work before the work, the actual strategy, the positioning, et cetera, to understand your audience, understand your value proposition, understand what your differentiation is from your competition, understand how you're doing business in a way that is valuable for both sides, repeatable, and successfully profitable. Now, don't let people tell you that profit is a problem, that profit is a bad thing. Profit is essential. Any and all businesses must be profitable. The only way that you can survive when you have a down week, a down month, a down quarter, a COVID-19 situation for a year is if you're previously possible so that you could put money in the bank, put it aside and survive lean times, whether it's something that you are not able to do whether it is an economic downturn, whether it is a global pandemic, whether it's simply the seasonality of your business, supply chain issues, whatever it is. Profitability is key. You cannot survive slow times without profitability in the high times. Profitability while still adding and providing value to your audience is completely exactly how business should be done. It's not about getting over on people. It's not about tricking them. It's not about taking their money. It's about providing them something at value that they see the value in. In fact, providing more value than they expect. Thus, they feel like they got the, the proper amount of value more than they expected, over deliver, under promise. And still be able to cover your cost and maintain a margin of profitability with the proper business model because you have to somehow bridle and focus all of your passion and ideas into things that are executionable. Your ideas don't matter without their execution. This is where it all comes together. So profit is essential. Sustainability is essential, etc. So back to the golden group. I didn't want to do an agency, didn't want to do a PR firm, but I needed to build upon those skills. I needed to do something different 
business development is the space that I saw that made sense, something I had passion for, something I had an aptitude for, something I had skills for, something I was capable of doing, understood how to run a business. And then I understood the next part, which is you can not do this alone. You need help. You need support. You need partners. You need collaborators. That's exactly what I did with the Golden Group. I went out and found two business partners who brought different skills, different attitudes, different philosophies, different backgrounds, different education, et cetera, to the group, the Golding, become the Golding Group when Felicity Mormon and Sean Hawley came on board, of course, because they brought different things to the table and it kept me from sliding back into marketing, advertising, public relations that I'd done in the past and forced me to differentiate, do something different, go into business development, into strategy, into process, into that side of business in order to provide something new, something different in the market, Oklahoma City primarily, and then, of course, we expanded to the entire United States eventually. But you got to be a hero at home before you can go and have success outside of the house, outside the state, if you will. Allowing myself to not be concerned about owning 100% of something, completely being the boss, but instead looking for like-minded professionals with the same amount of passion, the same ideas and the same concepts of how things should be done, ethics and otherwise, in order to make a collaboration that is a win-win-win, that was beneficial for all. It is better for me to be one-third of an organization that is making a lot of money and a lot of profit than to be 100% owner of something that barely squeaks by or is losing money. Think about that. Too many people start a business. They want to own everything. They want to make as much money as possible. They want it all from the start. It may not work that way. In fact, it probably won't work that way. You're going to need help. You're going to need other people with their time and effort, but also with their expertise, with their background, with their ideas, with the ability to challenge you and your ideas to make sure you stay on track, that you're servicing your audience, that you're providing that value proposition that you started off with, that you're sticking to your differentiation. You're not trying every single thing out there, but simply the things that work based on the strengths and weaknesses of the human beings involved and any other assets that you can apply to it in order to create the best differentiation between you and your competitors in your market. It's a long way of getting about it, but it is a circle. It always comes back to these things over and over again. What you put out has to come back. What comes back is then adjusted and put out again. Servicing the audience, making sure they understand the value of what you're providing them that they tell you what they value and then you make that happen, not the other way around. You don't tell them what they need. You don't force it on them. You don't trick them and you don't convince them. Otherwise, you simply educate, elaborate and communicate what it is you do, the value you see in it, the differentiation or what is different about your product, your service, your delivery method, etc. Find the audience who wants to pay for that, who wants to participate in that way, who wants to engage in your product or service the way that you're offering it. Ignore everyone who doesn't. They're not the target. We're not spending time, effort, and budget on them. And then move forward. But understanding those people who are your audience, who are your target, are your main consumer, are the people who are very likely to say yes to your proposition Continue to change attitude, continue to have other options, continue to have other factors in the world, whether it's 
theirs solely or the entire universe that's pushing down upon them. And you have to continually adjust better and improve the way you execute for them so that you create an expectation, you meet that expectation, and you can repeat that business because you provide more value than expected. That's the circle there as well. So if you have the ability to run a business, if you have the passion to do so, if you can put the assets in place, if you are open to collaboration, if you can bring people in who can create profitability within the model that fits within a position in the industry because of the value proposition, because of the differentiation, because you've explained it, because you listen to your audience, they tell you what they like, what they don't like, what they understand, what they don't understand, you continually develop and refine that process. And what you end up with is 10 years later, you look up and say, how is it our 10th anniversary? It feels like just a year. How have we gone so far? How are we so far away from where we started? Because we started with an idea that was built on the, on the ability to change it. Initial idea, initial passion for something, but the real world factors allowed you to change in a way that made sense for you that kept your passion. That's the circle back. That's where we started. Are you capable? Do you have passion? Can you create something with differentiation? Can you offer value? Can you do it through collaboration? Because you're going to need those people. Can you sustain it? Can you continue it? Can you build upon it to a 10-year level? And then once you get to the 10-year level, how do you look forward to the 20-year and the 30-year? Because you execute today based on everything you've learned up to this point, while planning, while looking towards, while having one eye on the next five years, the next 10 years. In today, looking forward, move forward. Don't worry about what's behind you. Don't look back. And even though you're aware of your competition, you're aware of what they are presenting in the world because you understand how to position yourself within what else is in the industry, what else is available to your consumer. You understand what they're doing. You understand your position. You understand your differentiation from them. But that's as far as you allow competition to influence you because it's not about beating the competitors. It's not about being better then the other person who might do something very similar or exactly the same thing that you do have the same product or service. It is about connecting with that exact audience who wants what you're providing them the way you're providing it. Connect with them, replicate that business, repeatable because you set and meet expectations, because you provide value, because you do a good job, because you've built a model that only allows you to do that good job and is always allowing you to expand that audience because you deliver on your message, because you set and meet your expectation. Again, another circle that comes back. So be aware of a competition, understand how to position yourself against them, but it's not about beating them. It's not about killing them. It's not about slaughtering them. It's not about punching them in the face. It's not about ending their career. It's not about ending their business. It's not about putting them out of business. It's not about eliminating competition. It is about focus on your best primary audience, most likely to say yes to what you're providing them in the way you can and will provide it. If you can do that, your initial idea, the passion behind it, the collaborators you put in place, the assets, the strengths, the weaknesses, the plan, the strategy, the tactics, the adjustments, the execution – 
will all pay off. If you have an open mind, you have the right attitude, and you're willing to work your guts out. If you want to be the boss, if you want to run a business, if you want to be in charge, if you want to be the top dog, you have to work harder than anyone else. You have to have good ideas, but you have great execution. Ideas are nothing without execution. Execution needs good ideas. Work smart, then work hard. Work smart, work hard. Work smart, must work hard. Have passion. Work with people that you want to work with. Provide value. Set media expectation. You're back to the circle. That's how it works. That's how it has worked for the Golden Group for the last 10 years. Started off with Distant Idea. We changed that, brought in my two business partners that were collaborators. Their influence changed what we would do moving forward, combined our strengths, mitigated our weaknesses, understood our competition, positioned ourselves in the industry, and then made adjustments in execution. Eventually, Felicity and Sean moved to Philadelphia to follow opportunities that were there. It's another aspect of running a business, following the opportunity. You can't force opportunity. You have to follow opportunity. Prepare yourself, understand the opportunity, balance, and then take advantage of the opportunities you are capable of doing so. You can't force it. You have to allow it to happen. But follow the opportunity. Opportunity doesn't follow you. You can't force this to happen. You have to go where they present themselves. Felicity and Sean went to Philadelphia to do just that. We added Pritch Pritchard here in Oklahoma City to bring his aspect, again, completely different. 25 years in the Navy, 20 years education, PR, completely different background than myself, than Felicity, than Sean. So we made that adjustment. Then, of course, podcasting became our main tool. The Golden Group, Neil Marketing Podcast is exactly what I'm talking about. We continued on that path. COVID-19 happened. We helped other people get through it, which helped us get through it. Now we're on the backside of it. And on that podcast today, this week, that episode, accounting for this same 10-year path, a little bit more technical terms, a little bit more business terms. You guys should check it out, though, if you want to hear that side of the conversation. Here, we're talking about attitude, passion, and the ability to do so. Get up early, stay late, work hard, work smart. On the Neo Marketing Podcast, it's more about the nuts and bolts. So if you need that aspect of it, go check that out. All the places you find great podcasts. These two things go together. Myself, how I spent my last 10 years, my passion for what I do, my, my ability to help you, to talk to you directly here on the Saturday Morning Hustle, to have this space, to have this microphone, to have this camera, to have the ability to do this, have the understanding to communicate to you, to build a personal brand with the Saturday Morning Hustle because of what I've learned from business comes from that 10-year ride, that 10-year experience, and I'm looking forward to the next 10 years. So, Appreciate you guys tuning into the podcast today. One of my longer ones, about 24 minutes. You can go check out the business podcast if you like. If not, make sure you check out this podcast again next Saturday and every Saturday. Because, of course, if it's Saturday, I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday morning hustle. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. Check it out. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, the Anchor app, iHeartRadio. Anywhere you find great podcasts, Podchaser. And on YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, leave a comment, hit us up on social media, follow us Instagram, Twitter, new Facebook page, the Saturday Morning Hustle Facebook page, and anywhere you find 
great podcast. Appreciate you guys each and every week. I'm so amazing to have a conversation with you about being in business for 10 years. Never would have thought it would happen, but it has. And so I'm following that path, following the opportunities, and following success. You can do it too. See you next week. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.